0: up everybody this is excellence personified brian carson and you are listening to the most excellent podcast in the world of professional wrestling indie wrestling any kind of wrestling doesn't matter wrestling cheers baby taking your way in the world today takes everything you got taking a break from all your worries. Welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, right here on the brand new Trending Topics Network.com and NEO Sports Insiders. Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and quite possibly, we know your grandmother's name, too. And this is Wrestling Cheers... Where we take a look into things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we have interviews too. And this is actually one of those episodes. But please head on over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and PodbeanRestatures.podbean.com and rate review, and subscribe to us if you want to get a hold of us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. And email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And we got some merch, too. Head on over to whatamaneuver.net and snag yourself a Wrestling Cheers shirt. Hoodie, onesie, and all the other clothing options that they have available. And like I said, this is an interview episode of Wrestling Cheers. We haven't had one in quite a while, mainly because AIW has just been pumping out show after show and... This interview in particular is going to be the first of three interviews um, in a row. So we're not going to be going over any shows in particular until you know Aiw's. We've got a dilemma on February 23rd. Maybe in the next week or so, I'll throw in a review for OCW, or I might I might put that off till sometime in March or April, and I can do. A couple show review because when it comes to ocw i'm the only person who goes to those shows and it's just me talking to you the fans you the listener so it gives me a little bit more to go over so yeah things that we have going on and things could change but that's gonna be a thing in the next couple weeks i'm gonna be trying to record these intros and outros and whatnot at the beginning of the week either Monday or Tuesday. So they're ready to be released come Thursday. Now, before I forget, uh, the interviews that we have lined up, and they're already recorded. This week, we have AIW Wrestler, local independent wrestler, from a couple different companies. We have Joshua Singh, one of the first AIW students, along with Alex Daniels. Just Josh was saying on this particular episode, and then sometime down the road, if I can get Alex Daniels on, it's something we will do. Then next week, we will have AIW ring announcer and AIW podcast moderator of sorts, Steve Guy, on the show. We sat down. He was the first person to be in my new studio, my office. I don't know whether you want to call it. Like I've said before, I moved at the beginning of the year. So having him come in, he was the first person to be my guest. And then just a couple days later, I recorded the third interview that we will hear. And that is El Jordano Diablo from the Lousy Weather Media Network and Above Below Entertainment. And one of my favorite podcasts as of right now, let the hate flow through you. Eventually I were working on getting me on there, but it's gonna take a little bit of time. So that will be the next three weeks, or two weeks after this. That's this episode, the next two episodes. Joshua Singh, Steve Guy, and El Jordano Diablo. And then we'll be back to talk about AIW's. We've got a dilemma featuring Tenniel Dashwood. And I mentioned this before, I plan out my episodes. Especially knowing the AIW calendar. There's certain dates that you know are coming. Like, we know when j J-let is. j going to be Memorial Day weekend. Last I knew, that's kind of what they shoot for. So Memorial Day weekend, Friday and Saturday of that weekend, plan on it. There's also, you know, the 420 show. Or I should say the rap show. It's going to be on 420, featuring the Godfather. Nothing else announced about that. We got the official date of gauntlet for the gold this past weekend during the royal rumble of all all days but uh, gauntlet for the gold 13 will be on march 23rd which is exactly where i expected it to be so this is how the scheduling of this show is going to go so like i said obviously sing this week steve guy the week after that And the week after that, El Hordano Diablo. Then we've got a Dilemma Preview. Then we've got a Dilemma Review. Then Enter the Dragon Preview. Then Enter the Dragon Review. Then Gauntlet for the Gold Preview. And we will end off March, just days before my birthday, with a Gauntlet for the Gold 13 Review. Currently, I don't have episodes necessarily planned for the beginning of April. have a couple episodes in mind. That could be where the OCW episode comes in. Well figure that out. Then, you know, the last two weeks of April are going to be whatever the, the 420 show is, the preview and review of that. And that kind of leads me up to a couple weeks there in between that show and JLIT. So a lot of stuff going on there. And we, at the time of this recording, like I said, we did get a date. We get a flyer for... Dialing for the Gold 13 will be March 23rd, 7.30 bell time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 13.55 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. Tickets are $40 for front row and $25 for general admission. But the, like I said, the next AIW show will be February 23rd. Once again, at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, we've got a dilemma featuring Taneel Dashwood. Matches that have been announced so far as of this recording. Taneel Dashwood versus Britt Baker. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny in an Absolution rematch. And the production versus no consequences in a 10 man tag match. Obviously, between now and when this episode gets released, they could re- announce another match or so, so my, my apologies. But I, that's pretty much everything going on, you know, in AIW. I'm working hard to try to keep a calendar. Uh, Of other shows coming up. PCW has Zero Hour on February 3rd. AIW We Got a Dilemma February 23rd. OCW, the OCW Winter Games February 24th. AIW Enter the Dragon on March 10th. OCW Basketball, which is going to be held at the Canton Charge Arena. It's going to be involved somewhere uh, with the game. I don't know if it's like halftime or a post-game type thing going on. But which that, that'll be, you know, basket brawl, March 11th. And then OCW has an untitled show on March 24th, which, you know, the day after AIW's Gauntlet for the Gold 13 on March 23rd. And then OCW Tradition 15 on April 21st. So basically for the next you know, couple months, it'll be AIW on Friday and OCW shows on Saturday I think there might be there'll be some more PCW shows I know there's a mega show that I haven't got to put on my notes just yet but they'll probably be in the show notes a lot of stuff going on and I'm excited for what we have in the next three weeks and start off with this one so this is my transition into our interview with AIW Mega Championship Wrestling and a couple other organizations joshua saying we talk a lot about movies because that's something that him and i share in common we talk about where he's been what's going on and all that kind of fun stuff this was recorded in december when i went to mega and this was like the night after wet bandits so I'll give you a little bit of where things were at i had yet to seen star wars i think he had seen star wars so we were just like a couple weeks before christmas so let's get into that interview so what do you get when you mix mark summers michael malley stick stickly and doug funny that's right you get the aggro crag assassin derek direction and you're listening to wrestling chairs and we're back here on the podcast with the first interview which seems like a very very long time and i'm being joined by someone i've wanted to get a nice interview with and we got a lot to talk about just like i mutual interest wise that's none other than local independent wrestler joshua singh how's it going josh
1: Pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it. Uh, where the hell have you been? <laughs> so Let's um, yeah, just get the real shit out of the way. Where sure. the hell have you been? Yeah, so I'm trying to think of the last time. So going into 2016, mm-hmm. which was almost two years ago now. So going into 2016, um, I actually had a match in 2015 um, with Ethan Page in Canada at Alpha One Wrestling. Okay. And I was just very disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fine match. Or you know whatever, uh, but I just was very disappointed by it, and it it just got me really discouraged, and I kind of decided going into twenty sixteen that I was going to stop traveling outside of Ohio okay. and just focus on wrestling in AIW and wrestling in mega local promotions and trying to get better because mm-hmm. I felt like I was traveling a lot while being super young. I was twenty at the time okay. and being super young and I didn't want to come across an opportunity that I would mess up because I'm too young to an experience, which is what I felt like happened when I wrestled Ethan Page. Okay. So um 2016 comes. I'm wrestling for a few months, and then um, AAW stopped booking me for a while. They do that with people; they'll stop using them yeah. for a while, bring them back. So once they stopped doing that, since I had already decided to stop traveling, it left me just wrestling at Mega okay. um, and other local promotions like UXWA, you know, things like that. But um, so basically, once that happened, um, you know, I was fine with it for a while, and then. It really just kind of got to a point where, you know, when I was wrestling full time all over the place, I was okay being unemployed or having a very minimal part time job mm-hmm. because not like I'm making huge money wrestling, but I was making money. Yeah. You know, I was making money enough to be enough to live, but now I wasn't. Yeah. So that, so I went to, I never had a real job and I was 21 years old. So I had to, you know, find a job. I started doing door to door sales, all this other stuff. So the short answer would be, life just kind of got in the way. Um, but right now, looking forward, you know, I- I'm definitely not gonna all of a sudden tomorrow hop on the road and start wrestling three times a week again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm always open to, you know, getting back into it. I've wrestled, you know, I wrestled at AW last night, um, which was nice. I'm wrestling here and mega tonight for the first time in like six months. So, you know, a lot of it wasn't my decision as much as that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that happens in wrestling and um, you know, decisions you make can impact other things and when you stop getting booked places even if it's your own decision other places might start saying okay well then maybe we shouldn't use him right now either he's yeah. not you know hot right now whatever the case may yeah. be so um but yeah but I, besides that I've been good I'm, I'm uh, going to school now right now uh and and just trying trying that out um you know when you're 22 and you've been wrestling for four years since high school and that's all you've been doing you know and you, you kind of start looking at it and you're like okay well you know I should probably do something. <laughs> I Should yeah. probably do something so I can make money. And you know, I'm making money and working right now, and that's fine. And uh, but I would like to, I would like to at least you know have some type of plan in place to where if I'm wrestling yeah. and I break my leg and I can't wrestle for eight months, then I'm not you know homeless. So, yeah. So uh, so that that's basically the the complex answer is um, uh, of where I've been. Um, but I'm still around. I mean, you know, obviously I'm on YouTube, as some people know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like movies, so I started just filling my time because i wasn't wrestling with watching more movies and posting reviews of those uh you know i'm active on social media so i'm still around it's not you know i don't turn down bookings or anything like that if if someone wants to book me um so you know i'm still active i'm still around but just wrestling um itself has just been kind of on the back burner
0: like your return i feel like at wrestle rager 2 was huge just because we hadn't seen you in a while and there was a, a flyer that was released that had, like, little pictures of everybody on it, like, very uh, Alex Kellar uh, worldwide uh, poster, very punk rock poster. <laughs> and you're at the bottom corner, and, like, a lot of some of us fans, we were kind of like, I just noticed Josh Sings on this poster? <laughs> yeah. Like, he hasn't been out, I was like, we haven't seen him in forever. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you come back. You, you did win the Haas Division Golden Boot. Mm-hmm. You did lose uh, to the Duke. But I don't know, for some of us, it just feels like it was awesome to see you back and in, in AIW.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, that's great to hear, obviously. And I was actually very surprised when I had the match at WrestleRager 2, um, which I was very happy with with that match. Um, and afterwards, how many fans came up to me, you know, and were like welcoming me back and saying how glad they were to see me. And, you know, that was really surprising because, you know, just from my perspective, you look at the type of wrestlers that are at AIW and there's the trainees and then there's like, the biggest names in wrestling ever you know so when you're in that position you feel like you're kind of the last person that anybody's going to care about on that card yeah so you try to do your best Mm -hmm. you know comparing all these big wrestlers so when somebody comes up to you and says to you hey we really enjoyed watching you it's like wow they, you know there's all these sandman was on that show you know what i mean but people are taking time to come up to me and say they appreciated watching me so so that was definitely i was pretty taken back by that as well um and it was nice
0: knowing you know that i'm still welcomed there by the fans so it was great to have nana Singh back too yeah, yeah, that she's was always great. The one of the the highlights of the show because now there's memes going around of it of uh, Nana Singh drinking beer. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. is awesome. Chug, well, chugging. Let's just put it this way: being I don't say fed uh having beer poured down her throat uh-huh. by none other than the East Ledge Legend the Sandman.
1: Yeah, that was pretty great. And to be completely honest, you know, she's one of my biggest motivators because you know. Uh, you know my mom my family everybody's supportive of me wrestling you know i don't have a family that like has disowned me or anything yeah but they're they're pretty apathetic about it so i don't have anyone coming to my shows or anybody really supporting me in that way um but she's always wants to go you know she always wants to be there she always you know loves it um so she's been a really big supporter as well because you know times where i get down on myself times where you know like over this past couple of years where uh it's kind of been slow and i kind of you know have that feeling of like, oh, should i really even be doing this you know you know, what should I be doing? You know, she's really supportive at those times. So she's great to have. And that's why I, I always bring her around. Mega had a show in like West Virginia about six months ago. Okay. And I brought her with me to West Virginia <laughs> because, you know, that she
0: wanted to go. So she's she's a great part of it, too. And she was even involved in a storyline here in Mega. Because mm-hmm. uh, like this is my first time in Mega. I've mm-hmm. always wanted to come and part of it was to get an interview with this time was to get an interview with you but at the same time i've put it off for years mm-hmm. and night of champions i've had someone tell me like that's the biggest one of the year. i'm like yeah it's all due like i need to come but we actually had Derek on i interviewed him and he mentioned like that that whole storyline and that's another thing that just having her get involved of being married to uh Derek direction n- not many uh grandparents will do that in professional wrestling
1: yeah that was awesome i remember her first uh reaction when i kind of explained to her when we wanted to bring her into the program um and i was because you know she was at the show with me and she rides with me to and from the show so I, we're riding home it was me and derek were having a best of five series and yeah. i think it was after the first or second match in that series we were driving home and i, I was like so how would you feel about doing something at the next show and, and you know at first she's like what do you mean what are you talking about and then when i explained to her you know we basically wanted her to be a part of the program almost yeah. just as much as me and Derek were she was like so shocked you know that we would want her to do that that we would you know trust her with that and those types of yeah. things and um, of course she was extremely nervous but she had a great time you know um, doing all of that so d- of course that makes me happy being able to give that to her you know giving her th- that moment as well uh, because that was one of my favorite things I've definitely done in wrestling thus far obviously having that connection with her and, and Derek was great the whole program was was great to do um, so yeah that- that that was that was a pretty amazing uh, a program that we did, and I'm super glad that we were able to get her involved in that, and that Mega let us do that. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a match? Nana Singh versus Nana Cross so I've the, never the met Manas her of, you never met I've Nana never Cross? met Nana
1: Cross the whole the shows and everything that she was at this was during the time period that I
0: wasn't working there so I mean, she, normally she comes to show I mean she's become a bigger thing recently but she's come for years I think my second show back in 2011 she was at and that's when I, I learned about Grandma Cross but like, like over the past year I mean it's been amplified even more because now she's had the interactions with wrestlers and mm-hmm. I think we we might have changed for her at one point mm-hmm. so that that's the one dream i say quote unquote dream match that we have yeah. of you versus matt and then have nana cross and nana Singh there at the same time
1: yeah maybe a mixed tag that'd be that'd be great um i, I didn't know who she was or whatever and then i i wasn't being booked by aw and they had a show where she got involved doing something uh and i was getting tagged in it you know like you know nana cross versus nana Singh, and i was getting tagged in in these tweets about it and i didn't mm. even know what was going on um but yeah i think that's hilarious and i think that's great you know that 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 she's you know involved in things as well like that
0: one thing that you and i share is a love of movies like you even mentioned something that you've done a lot more of over the past couple of years and i, I want to start talking about and i haven't got to do this with many people since it's really new movie pass we both have this card where we can go to any movie theater, well, what, 90, 95, 99% of the movie theaters in the United States yeah. offer it one 2D ticket per day. Mm-hmm. and like for me and you that's like a dream come true like i only get to go on the weekends but it's still so worth the money i'm like what have what have been some of your experiences with uh movie pass
1: sure so first of all i've been on the extremely lucky side of this because i've seen tweets and i've seen people's stories of people ordering the card and not getting it for three months yeah. um you know or whatever problems they have uh even my friend alex alex daniels mm-hmm. um ordered the card at the same time as me and didn't get it until two months Two months after I did, so I was what? on the yeah. So I was on the lucky side. They switched their plan to 9.99, and their website crashed that day. Oh yeah. Um, I ordered it the next day, so the day after that crash. Okay. And I got mine in about ten days. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend ordered hers about a week after me, mm-hmm. which would have been a week after me and Alex, and she got hers quicker than i even got mine <laughs> and i've heard stories of people who ordered it around that same time and still haven't gotten it so i don't know what is going on there <laughs> yeah. i'm sure they just didn't expect that much business um and that's probably the root cause of it but um yeah as far as the use of the movie pass it's amazing you know it's 9.99 if you're a fan of movies at all you know i would recommend it because you buy one movie ticket you're literally already saving money because oh, yeah. movie tickets 11 you know eleven fifty. um but what I would say is you should have to be prepared because the customer service like is terrible. Oh, yeah. Like I've been on the lucky side, and even I've still had a couple problems where I've tried to reach out and talk to them by any means, and yeah. I got no response. DMing them in the app through their support, tweeting at them, DMing them on Twitter, um, you know, nothing. They didn't respond in any way. Ooh. So um, I can imagine the frustration there. Uh, and even the app itself that you have to use, they've had a few updates, and it's, it's pretty good. It's fine yeah. now. But I remember when I first got my card, I was like, this app doesn't even look like a legitimate usable app. Like, it was, oh, dude, it, it yeah. looked pretty bad. Their movie times, like, if you click on a movie, it'll be like, it'll say it's 46 minutes, you know, for, like, a movie.
0: It's yeah. like, well, that's not accurate. Well, I, think, I think what that was is, for some reason the hour part was being erased oh so be okay like, oh it's 45 minutes oh no it's two hours and 45 minutes or it's <laughs> exactly hour yeah and minutes. yeah i'm like i don't think blade Runner 2049 is 39
1: minutes yeah. <laughs> so but if you're able to get the card the actual use of it if you're a fan if you see movies at all um it, i think it's definitely worth it we'll see how long they keep the 999
0: and how long they can i mean even if they bump it up i think a little bit i'm fine with it sure yes yeah. and right now too with cinemark doing there. I do quote unquote like they're like, Oh, like we got a deal now too. Well, you pay eight ninety nine. Oh, yeah. I think the movie pass is actually nine ninety five. Yeah. But like, oh we got we're eight ninety nine, you can get one uh ticket per month. Is that what that means? Yeah. Well, it's one ticket per month. Because I, I don't go to Cinemark, yeah, go so to Cinemark. I'm yeah, not we, sure. We talked about this before we recorded. <laughs> but yeah, it's 8.99 per month, and then you can save on concession. Huh. My, my big question is, because the thing that I love that uh, Cinemark does is at the beginning of the year, you can buy a bucket of popcorn and a large cup. And I think it normally, it's, or it goes up every couple of years. I think last year was maybe like 6 750 mm-hmm. maybe but you can bring it back all year round and however much you paid for it it's half off for a refill oh wow so i'm a big icy person yeah, and the nice. cup's a, a decent size so if i keep going there every time getting one it makes it i'm getting such a great value yeah well now with this new card too whether well, their program is you can save x amount per concession and i'm like okay mm-hmm are you getting rid of my buckets yeah. and cut because that's one of the yeah. things that kept me going because like Regal, they've changed up their system over uh-huh. the past like, couple of yeah.
1: years. Yeah, can we rant about movie theaters oh, we, for oh, a second? Th- okay, so I was actually in the middle of making a video about this but then I stopped when Movie Pass came out because when Pass came out I was like, okay, this might change a lot about going to the movies but I, there are so many problems with movie theaters that I just don't understand mm-hmm. like, People complain about the concession prices, and I get that, because movie theaters don't really get a lot of money from tickets, so they have to make money on concessions. That's like the one thing that I'm completely okay with. I'll use my movie pass, get a free ticket, and I buy a large popcorn, a large pop, and candy almost every time. I want to support the movie theater, but besides that, everything else... It's like I just don't get like, just for example, like movie trailers, for example. Okay. So I'll go see a movie and I, I know very little knowledge about how any of this works. But I, just from what I've been explained, I think like each genre has a package. So you go see a kid's movie, you go see an action movie, a horror movie. There's a different package of trailers for that day yeah. that they play for that. Um, That makes sense. But like, OK, I'm going to see a movie. And then they're showing the trailers, like, why are you showing me a trailer for a movie that comes out next week? Like, do you, does that make sense? Like Oh, I never even thought about that. If yeah, there's a movie yeah. that's coming out next week, I've already decided, you know, I'm a big movie fan. So oh, people yeah. like me and you, we've already decided if we're going to see that movie. Mm-hmm. And if we're not big movie fans, if you're like a family going to see a movie and you're bringing your kids, how often do you go to the movies? Twice a year, maybe? Yeah. You're not coming back to see a movie next week. Yeah.
0: And and hold on. also, I would say, just throw in there, no matter what, if it's a week out. Mm-hmm. These things are plastered all over TV. Exactly. Or and the internet, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. as soon as trailer
1: drops now, where do they drop first? The internet. Oh, God, so yes. we've already seen that trailer a million times for two months, and now you're going to show it to us when we go to the movies. Like, why can't? Like teaser trailers f- for movies that are coming out like nine to 12 months from now be released to, tr- to theaters first. Mm-hmm. Like there there are still some times where like I know Michael Bay, for example, will attach trailers mm-hmm. uh, for his newer movies with movies that are coming out. Um, so th- that does still happen. But it's very rare. And yeah. I don't get it. Because it's like you have to sit now through like 20 minutes of trailers yeah. and that's fine. I'm okay with that. But if you're going to sit through that many trailers, I just feel like make them trailers that we can't see elsewhere. You know what I mean? That we can't go on YouTube and, and watch whenever we want that hasn't been shoved down our throat. I feel like that's that's a really big missed opportunity.
0: Like I agree with you and I disagree with you. Like The thing that I disagree about it is, and it's kind of small. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes I love seeing trailers, even if I've seen it a million times. Yeah. If I can see it in the movie theater, like, for example, right now, I'm pumped for Infinity War. Yeah. That's something we can get into here shortly, too. Mm-hmm. And I've watched it on YouTube I don't know how many times. I've watched mm-hmm. the leaked E23 trailer a bunch of times too mm-hmm. however long each individual video lasted on youtube sure and so pumped for it so when i eventually go see star wars here in a, couple, a week or so mm-hmm. i know they're gonna play that trailer yeah i'm going to get pumped because that'll be like <laughs> seeing it there it's just uh-huh. it, it amps. maybe i'll feel different when i'm going to go see black panther yeah and they're playing the same trailer. and it's like all right
1: yeah i definitely feel the same way i agree with you and I'm excited to see that as well see that trailer as well even though I've already seen it but I guess I'm thinking it mo- more from the marketing side mm-hmm. like that's great, and I agree with you, and I love seeing those. But it's like that's not why the the movie theater is playing these trailers. That's not their goal, yeah. you know what I mean? They're not playing it for us. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be playing these trailers for people that don't go to the movies often mm-hmm. and are only seeing these trailers because they're going to see a movie. That, yeah, okay, yeah, that's so, that
0: part of what I agree with. So
1: like, I feel like kids' movies are the those are like the ones that whenever I see a kids' movie, I'll see them playing trailers for movies that are coming out in like three, six months that are kids' movies, and that they do that good. I understand that, mm-hmm. but when I'm going to see, I'm just trying to think of recent. Like, I'm going to see The Disaster Artists, which is more of an independent film, and they're playing trailers for independent movies, which are either already out or they're about to be coming out next week. It just kind of confuses me because it's like, you know, who who are you appealing? Who are you convincing with this trailer? I don't know. But um, but yeah, I'm trying to think uh, the other thing that that really bugs me as well is that like. I really like what you brought up about Cinemark because I didn't know that about the being able to refill yeah. it. I don't get why, besides rewards programs, movie theaters have like no deals anymore. Like I remember when I um, used to go to AMC when I was younger, the one in, in that's a city near me. They used to have free popcorn night or they'd have like five dollar movie night and all mm-hmm. these deals to get people there. And now those are all. I can't find anything like that. They're all abolished.
0: And uh, you have <laughs> to, you would have to drive by me. I live in Portage County in the Kent Movie Theater. It's mm-hmm. its own independent theater. They're behind the times. Like literally they got their first credit card machine two thousand and eight. So like you couldn't use a wow. debit card until then. Like there was a yeah. like if you had a card, there's an ATM over there, go use it, come back, or go to your bank mm-hmm. and, and you get it. Real
1: quick, relating back to the movie pass thing, the way it's been explained to me is any people are always wondering, Do my theaters take it? Do my theaters take it? Any theater that takes a MasterCard.
0: My name isn't Aaron Bauer, but please pardon the interruption. Uh, during this interview, one of the hardest things to do was to get time to ourselves and be, be not be disturbed. I forgot to mention early on, but big shout out to Mega Championship Wrestling and Traxler for allowing me to come backstage prior to the show starting and have a the interview with Joshua Singh. We Didn't have a whole lot of time and we were, we were put into this kitchen, which was fine. I mean, there was like a a refrigerator going and humming that has been edited out, but we got a lot of people that were coming in and out. And up until this point, I've been able to edit everything out and you can hardly tell. But this one was the last time someone came in, but it really threw josh and myself off and we couldn't remember where we were which is a big testament because we every time someone else came in we remembered the last thing we had said and we were able to repeat it and i was able to edit it no problem this part you just heard josh talking about movie pass By the time the person leaves, and we're just in disbelief that all these people are coming in, he forgets where he's at. So, we're going to continue back. And actually, before we actually continue back, we will quickly plug some of our friends that we have here in the podcasting community and other shows that you can find out. For example, please check out all the shows on the brand new trainingtopicsnetwork.com, such as All Beer Inside, What's on Fight, Your Vision Showcase, Legends on Sound Radio... Old school at the movies, TTN at the movies, view from the fourth row, and chill. And the 450 podcast. And check out our podcasting friends such as Mucha Men Radio, Chris Clem's cabs Cast, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with next week's guest Steve Guy. Let the hate flow through you with Jeremy Shear and El Jordano Diablo. The week after that, its guest Pod Van Dam, the road home from wrestling weekly wrestling podcast check out our other friends such as the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers Moy boy designs check out thrift store jobber on ebay instagram twitter and etsy check out our friends at rebel life media and of course neo sports insiders now with that being said let's go back to the interview with josh
1: I don't even know how to get back on topic after that. So, so what movies have you liked this year? This is me interviewing you now. Apparently. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> we'll understand
0: you're gonna get the same question back. Yeah. <laughs> um, disaster Artist. It's mm-hmm. only because everything involved with the room and mm-hmm. I, I had a complete day of it last weekend. Uh, what other movies did I really enjoy? Coco. I feel like I try like when I pick some of my favorite movies of the year, I try to go with ones that don't have a, a fan base already established. Sure, but I feel like with Coco, I'm mean, granted Pixar movies. Like, yeah, I, not, I, I explained to people, I was like, it's a Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Whatever you expect from normal Pixar movies, that's what this is. And it's like, yeah. not a downgrade. It's like it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's emotion a, a to it. You're, oh, even yeah. even men like ourselves. I've yeah, heard, no, I myself, cried. Like, yeah, yeah, like at the end,
1: I'm not ashamed to admit it. I cr- I cried during Coco, and I haven't cried in a movie theater. I um, can't remember the
0: last time I did so recently i actually got apple music i got uh-huh. a, the, a trial yeah and i'm like listening to some of the stuff on here and i decided to download all the versions of remember me they have the one from the movie at the mm-hmm. end that miguel is singing and it's kind of hard you got to push back some tears yeah because it's just like oh man that's like one of the most heart-wrenching i'm not heart-wrenching just yeah uh, it's emotional it's yeah. very emotional
1: no yeah i saw coco thought it was great uh i liked it Zassar thought thought was good too for me i would say my favorite movie of the year has been Blade Runner 2049. I went into that movie, I had never even seen Blade Runner, yeah, I and I, I saw a double feature um, of the original Blade Runner, which I thought was fine. I thought it was good. It was fine, but it didn't really, you know, I was like, okay, that's fine. And Blade Runner 2049, I just kind of blew me away. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I would say Baby Driver, I really, really liked. Driver was good. i seen that um, in the drive-in.
0: Uh, Oh, really? The Baby Driver, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually have a drive-in, it was right now, it's right down the road from me, and I, tr- I think I hit them up. Three or four times a year, and one of them, I love. I mean, I, I love when any movie theater does this, whether it be drive-in or not. They play mm. old movies. Yeah, and it was Halloween. They played. Oh, I'm trying to remember both of them. One of them was Beetlejuice, which was my girlfriend's one of her favorite movies. So we went to see Beetlejuice. Cool. I forget the other movie off the top of my head. That was fun. And then actually another great a great movie for this year, It. Yeah. I've I loved it and my girlfriend Maybe be one of my favorites as well. Yeah. She's so scared like a clown's like she cried about three or four times <laughs> when we seen it originally and then later on there was a it was actually a triple feature at the drive-in and just a to tortured a little bit. Makes me sound like an asshole. I we stayed up until um uh, what's his name hand gets I mean arm gets bit by Pennywise Georgia uh, Georgia yeah yeah, um, and like she freaked out then yeah. and I'm like alright we, we can leave she's like no no we can stay you paid for the tickets I'm like no no I've seen the movie it's fine I just want to like it's fine. torture yeah. you a little bit I'm like we're not sitting here watching yeah. this whole movie again. yeah yeah I would
1: say it would be up there Get Out would be another favorite of mine from this year I haven't seen that one um, yeah I would definitely recommend that and then War for the Planet of the Apes I feel like really flew under the radar
0: um, I haven't seen that one I've seen the other two Yeah. But I have to introduce my girlfriend to the first two. Yeah. And then watch the new one you always got to do, do this the first sure. yeah
1: I do the same thing you got you got to force you got to force your girlfriend to watch them all yeah <laughs> like w- before Civil War came out a few years ago I, I forced my girlfriend we watched all the MCU movies Dude, We did the same thing. yeah exactly are you doing the same thing this coming year I don't know it was tough I probably will
0: we, <laughs> I probably well, will <laughs> I have like my own marathon that I do every Halloween that I Saw movies come out I do one movie per week leading up to the week before is when I watch, will watch the most recent one so the, ne- the next week is when the new one comes out so yeah I had a couple of years break of that and i Mm -hmm. reintroduced this year that was fun might do the same thing for the mcu because i know if you start the first weekend of january you watch one per week technically you can't go in 100 order only because of uh a black panther sure but i think that that kind of like you can knock it out of the way as a movie you would have seen it it. yeah so
1: yeah but with the mcu though when we did that we watched through there were mcu movies that i hadn't seen yet so like iron man 3 the thor movies um, really I hadn't actually seen those yet that was my first time so I loved Iron Man 3 um, and disappointed
0: I, I, I'm not a comic book fan I'm not a comic, so... <laughs> I'm not a comic book fan but uh, I loved before the movie came out like learning about the Mandarin mm-hmm. and them going oh by the way that's not the Mandarin let's go oh because he's a really cool Mandarin sure I my favorite thing about the MCU is
1: when they let the director make the movie instead of it being a Marvel movie so like for example Thor Ragnarok um, I don't know if you've seen it yet mm. but it's like it's a taco Waititi movie you know it's not a Marvel movie and that's why it's so great and so funny mm. um, but then you look at a movie like Avengers Age of Ultron which is probably my least favorite MCU movie and you can tell it was just like put through the, this Marvel machine you know and where the whole movie is exposition for the next phase of the MCU I don't like movies like that so that's why I like Iron Man 2 which is basically just hey let's set up the Avengers and then yeah. Avengers Age of Ultron which is basically hey let's set up the next five movies I really don't like let's those the,
0: well it's like let's set up Civil War and Civil yeah. War sets up even more. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then but like Iron Man Three, uh Winter Soldier. Thor, Ragnarok, the, uh, those have been some of my favorite movies. I think Ant Man would have been amazing if they hadn't fired Edgar Wright, but they didn't let him make his movie, so it's like halfway cool because Edgar Wright like halfway made it, and then it's halfway boring. Um, and then and then Guardians would be would be my favorite as well. I mean by James Gunn, but Guardians um, one or two?
0: Which one? do you, number do you think Number one. Better? I think 2's better, but I think it's character wise, two. They obviously they're to develop more, sure, and I love that growth. Yeah. But I feel like, like I'm saying like one is a nine point nine, the other one's a ten. Yeah. It's kind of like they're they're neck and neck sure. almost.
1: I loved Guardian so much, the original two was fine. I liked it. I just think it was uh, like there were definitely things that were better. Uh, the relationships were better. I liked Baby group more than I liked regular Groot. Yep. Um, so there were things that were better. So I marketing. just I felt the movie. Again, I felt like it was <laughs> yeah. more a Marvel movie. Like, hey, you liked Guardians. Here's more Guardians. Like, it, yeah. like, it was good. It was funny. It was mm-hmm. good, you know. But it was just like, it didn't have like that magic, in my opinion. The first one was so unique. It came out of nowhere. I yeah. saw it three times in theaters when it first came out. It just came out of nowhere. I loved it. It was so different from everything we had seen thus far mm-hmm. uh, in, in the universe. So so that's why I really loved it. The second one was good, though. I have it on Blu-ray. I haven't rewatched it yet, though. So I'm, I'm going to really? have to watch it again, um, you know, to see how much I, yeah, I really actually, like it. Actually, I was
0: thinking because Thinking one there for a second. Yeah, I haven't re- I got. I think I got two on Blu-ray as well. Haven't had a chance to rewatch it. But
1: yeah, I got to rewatch it. But I remember I remember laughing a lot. Oh, yeah. so it's really funny. It's it's uh, the scene where they're sending Baby Groot to get the item. I forget what it is, but he yeah. comes back all this. It was like a human toe. Yeah, uh, that was. So it's it's definitely a very funny movie. But um, but yeah, <laughs> MCU.
0: I'm trying to think. I l- I'm because I mean, like I said, I'm really looking forward to Infinity War mm-hmm. and everything that they do. I get what you're saying about how. There's that machine, but I feel like, Mm -hmm. I feel like in this phase, especially this year they've amped up because Guardians of the Galaxy was really good. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it felt like the normal one and two problem. Yeah. Normally like if you got a one that's really good and then you come off the sequel it's like not as good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if if anyone says it's not as good it's still like a margin and it's never yeah. like that like I love Ghostbusters mm-hmm. as much as I like Ghostbusters 2 it's nowhere near the magic of one.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to make you really mad. You've never I've seen. I've never seen either Ghostbusters yeah, movie. You said that. <laughs> and I own them both both on Blu-ray and I haven't watched them. Now, I mean, I've basically seen the first Ghostbusters because like how can you go through life without watching on TV and seeing it? So yeah. I've seen it, you know, mm-hmm. but I couldn't I couldn't tell you what happens in Ghostbusters. Like if you showed me a clip and you said, "Which Ghostbusters movie did this happen in?" I probably couldn't oh. tell you. So I got to watch those. Um, but uh Going back to the MCU, they were saying my favorite movie it was probably Spider Man. Out of the movies this year, I really loved Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. as well, but I, I that was probably my favorite Spider Man movie. And I grew up on the original Spider Man in two thousand two. Like you know, I was like six or seven when that came out, and Good I watched it, like man. a <laughs> I watched it like a million times, That's like in high school. <laughs> so so I had high expectations, but I thought yeah. Homecoming was amazing. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but. But yeah, I think they can do it. They can do it right. These movies right without the machine factor. Like, look at Civil War. I thought that was amazing. They did mm-hmm. that right. I think Infinity War will be the same way. The Russo brothers kind of know what they're doing. You yeah. know, I think since they've taken over, which was right after Age of Ultron, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's It's gotten really good so so and, yeah i'm
0: super excited as well and ironically the russo brothers they're the ones that i wanted to do what was supposed to be a ghostbuster sequel yeah of the, the newer franchise but they weren't it wasn't going to be the women it was going to be like another franchise and they were going to mm-hmm. team them up yeah. for this like ghostbuster universe type movie and he had uh they wanted to, if they were going to do the movie as far as i was told they were going to cast um channing tatum and chris pratt yeah, that and, probably would have been good. And just those two as, like, your lead to Ghostbusters, it's like, oh, sign me up. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I feel like Hollywood does things and you're just like, you know, what are you doing? And it's not the women thing, because, like, Ocean's 8 is coming out next year, and it's a yeah. remake of Ocean's 11, but all women, and I'm super excited for that. I think that'll be great. Like, you look at the cast that's involved, I think it'll be really good. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they started promoting that new Ghostbusters movie, you know, I was like, what is this? What are they doing? I haven't even seen Ghostbusters, and I know this isn't mm-hmm. what it was supposed to, you know, this isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm just not, I'm not really a big fan of,
0: of Melissa McCarthy either. She's been good in some things, but... I'm just... My issue with her, because I think she's okay. I always point to SNL. There mm-hmm. uh, was the whatever anniversary uh, special mm-hmm. they did. And she came out and did a impression of Matt Foley, Chris, oh, mm-hmm. Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Huge Chris Farley fan. I believe I could have done that a million times <laughs> better. Than her. And it wasn't, she was doing an impression of Chris Farley. She was doing her take exactly. of Chris Farley. And right before her was Emma Stone doing... Uh, I forget the actress's name off the top of my head, but the Rosanna, Dana, Dana, whatever mm-hmm. that was. And she did it spot on. And we we're like, oh my God, that was yeah. perfect. And then Melissa McCarthy comes out and I'm like...
1: There's just certain actors and actresses that like they get famous because they act a certain way. So regardless of whatever role they're given, they yeah. just act like themselves. I think like Kevin Hart falls into that trap.
0: Oh God, um, yes.
1: Like I th- and I'm a fan of Kevin Hart, but I think he falls into that trap. Melissa McCarthy, like, I really liked her. And like, Spy, for example, was a, mm-hmm. I thought was a really good movie. But then you see movies like that, or like you see movies like tammy or things that come out where she's just clearly like oh i'm I'm funny because i'm fat and it's like yeah okay I was like that's that's fine yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: chris farley had a, a motto that people love it when fatty falls down uh-huh and that was like the summary of his career uh-huh she kind of is falling into those those lines mm-hmm. and the crazy thing about his career if he didn't die uh-huh. he would he would have did trek yeah and and there are people that can pull
1: it off like chris farley like there are people that can do that great yeah. but but even him
0: after his first two movies like yeah. people don't care that much about beverly hills ninja mm-hmm. and uh almost famous yeah
1: and then you look at like kevin james who was supposed to be like you know the next chris farley and yeah. he just has failed because he tries to do the same thing and it's just not funny we also live in a different time i feel like it's just kind of tired at this point it's like yeah i get it you're fat so you fall over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I think with
0: kevin james he was just better on the show like, yeah I, I i can't think of one movie i'm just like yeah he was re- really great in the movie i've seen I really movies can't. but just yeah i can't if you'd, i thought chuck one. and larry was kind of funny <laughs> yeah that, that's exactly what I was thinking, like name movies he's been in there's that one uh the mma movie oh yeah I mean, I, that, that I, I think I saw it. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I think I've seen it. I can't remember. Yeah. But I think that was one of those movies that i seen seen uh, illegally. Oh, I got you. But when you watch a movie illegally, sometimes you're watching it for free. So if it sucks, you're just, I don't pay anything. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you just sit there for an hour and a half and then you move on with your day.
0: Yeah. It's like, okay. I didn't waste $10, $15. I didn't go out, you know, concessions. Yeah. like, no, I just watched it legally. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, totally. So much time we got. Um... What were your favorite? You, you sorry, I said your favorite movies. What are your favorite yeah. movies of all time? That's a fun of conversation. All time. Who we'll That's stuff. tough. I, I was so, top five. So, uh, should I start from number? Should
1: I start from number one or number five? Because there's definitely a number one, and then everything else falls back. So number okay. one is the Prestige by Christopher Nolan. Okay. Um, I I in, I am in, in love with that movie. I think it's great. I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I love all his movies. Mm-hmm. Inception is also up there as one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um Memento is really good. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. ever, but Memento is also really good. Obviously Dark Knight. But um which but, is in one of is in my top 5. Oh, it is. Okay. I I love the Dark Knight. I absolutely love that. Movie. I would put Dark Knight probably in like my top 10, maybe top 15, mm-hmm. but but the Prestige is a great movie, and it's one of those movies where every single time you watch it, it gets better and better because of all the twists and everything that's in there. So that would be number one. But then everything else behind that would be uh, The Wolf of Wall Street is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inception, like I said, is up there. Um, trying to think, trying to think of what else. Um, let's see. Um, I would definitely put. I would put the MCU as a whole. So I would just, I would just choose, I would just choose the Avengers because I feel like that movie most defines everything. I don't know if that's the best movie, but I can't put the entire universe on the list. So I would put the Avengers on
0: there. (laughs) I think it's the feeling of that movie. Yeah because that was one of the handful that I know I've seen at midnight and just the feeling of the the anticipation, all those years building up, building up, building up. It's here. Exactly. um, It was, I think, the only movie where Stanley showed up at the end and I went, oh yeah, Stanley does cameos in these movies. I'm not sitting there looking for it and they throw it at the end to where it was was perfect.
1: Exactly. Um, And then I would also say 500 Days of Summer is a great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't seen that, uh, I would recommend that. Um, And then I would say... Um, this is the end when it comes to comedies this is the end is my favorite yeah. comedy um, it's like the perfect definition of like the Seth Rogen genre it's like they make a lot of funny great movies but this is the end is kind of like the culmination of them just getting together and having a great time yeah. so that would be my favorite comedy uh, I would put that up there so these are all relatively new movies because again I'm 22 years old <laughs> there are I'll be the first to admit there are a ton of older classic movies that I haven't seen I mean I've seen the main I've seen Jurassic Park I've seen Jaws E.T. you know those, those kind of movies I like them, but as far as far as my favorites,
0: I'm definitely a two thousands baby. But uh. <laughs> I think three of my top five were around before you were born. Oh yeah, what were they? Um, Scarface. Love that movie! I want them to do the remake because technically that is a remake, and mm-hmm. everybody's always bitching. Mm-hmm. They, they, they should remake Scarface. Well, that Scarface you love is a remake, so yeah, deal with it. Um Ghostbusters, huge, because like that goes back to my childhood. I grew. I was a. I was young in the, the late '80s. I was born like two years after the movie came out, so the cartoon was out. And mm-hmm. hey, this cartoon's on somehow. I don't remember. I don't remember how I got introduced to them and mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles and Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I just remember. It's always been there And I love them mm-hmm. So there's those two And then one that comes close Depending on what year you are born But I think it's It's been past 21 years Is uh, Tommy Boy
1: Okay, yeah, I know what it is. I haven't seen it, though. But I know it's Mm -hmm. it's Chris Farley and is it David Spade? Yes,
0: that, Yeah, of all Chris Farley movies, that is the best. If you watch Black Sheep before, it loses its magic because they originally did Tommy Boy as they wanted to do a movie for those two, and they were, like, writing while they were, well, writing the movie while they were recording. Oh. Because they knew they wanted to do a movie with them. There was certain chemistry, and there's times that they had certain moments in real life that writers or people with the movie would hear, and they go, We need to add that to the movie. That would be perfect because that's naturally mm-hmm. how you to like, fat guy, little yeah. coat. You've never seen it, but you probably know I've that. I've heard of it. Yeah. Heard that, that whole scene of the reference. Yeah. That was, that's how they he would mess around with David Spade, fat guy, little coat. And then they're like, Let's throw that in the movie. So it's, it's that natural effect for a movie and then they went okay the movie was so great let's do another one with you two and we'll actually write everything beforehand and it just it doesn't have the magic it's almost going back to how I feel about Ghostbusters 1 and 2 yeah you've never seen that movie
1: yeah quick (laughs) funny story though about Black Sheep when I was in high school Blockbuster was still open at this time me and Alex Alex Daniels were like oh let's watch Black Sheep because I think maybe he has seen it but I hadn't and we went there and rented it and we asked for Black Sheep and they gave us a horror movie called Black Sheep and it was very bad It It was very bad And like five minutes in we're like "What's what's the what's what is this you know I'm like i don't think this is it <laughs> so I've, ne- I've never seen that movie either because of that instance <laughs> but i tried <laughs> as soon as you said funny story about black sheep i'm like horror movie yeah. you've seen
0: the horror movie on yeah accident? exactly um <laughs> yeah that's really funny yeah the other two from your lifetime would be dark knight i love i love batman in general the nolan mm-hmm. series is great i think all three movies are fantastic but that one i almost uh Compare it to the Avengers, how I felt going in. I was so pumped for that movie. Yeah. I remember going at the first showing I could for Batman Begins seeing it with my best friend mm-hmm. and then we drove down to Cincinnati for a concert and we that's all we talked about the whole way yeah. was like what they were going to do with the, the next movie and then sure. slowly them releasing all the details for this for the movie and who was going to play the Joker yeah. and just going to see it just I was so excited so well, that's why. Well that's why
1: I felt about The Dark Knight Rises because of what The Dark Knight did mm-hmm. like I saw I didn't see Batman Begins in theaters I saw The Dark Knight and like I was like well, okay that was amazing you know watched it a million times and um um, then when The Dark Knight Rises was coming, I'm like, well, this is, has to be great. It's so a little bit of a letdown. I still I still think Dark I still Knight Rises was good. I still think it's good. But you just... The Dark Knight is like, by default, one of their best superhero movies. It's like I, it's almost undeniable.
0: <laughs> I think Batman Begins is underrated.
1: Oh, I do too. I saw it for the first time a couple years ago, um, and I was like, wow, this is actually good I don't know why people don't talk about this one that much so I would agree with you nowhere near the Dark Knight yeah. in my opinion but I yeah it's good as well I wish Scarecrow was in it more like I felt like they put the Scarecrow yeah. in it but he wasn't really the main villain because you had Razal al Ghul played by uh, yeah. Liam Meeson or whatever uh, who like is basically the main villain but Scarecrow is also in there I'm, I'm not I'm usually not a big fan of multiple villains well even at uh, the same
0: time they're like they, they finally give you what is the Scarecrow and then he rides off
1: yeah he rides off but he doesn't get tased on a horse or something and he <laughs> yeah, yeah, rides yeah. off I was like but well at yes, least that's
0: it they put him in both the sequel, yeah, and like very very minor yeah, cameo but roles, still kind like it's like oh cool that's still there because even when you start off The Dark Knight and hears and he catches the Scarecrow yeah, at the that, beginning, that whole thing of about how his drugs were like oh my god like that was just so so awesome. The last movie that is on my top five list, which I don't know where you sit on this, is uh Clerks Two. Clerks Two, the <laughs> uh, the View Askew, another thing you've never seen.
1: uh no, I've seen it because of Alex Daniels. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, actually. I could be wrong. It might just be Clerks. I might have just seen Clerks. Clerks 2. Is Clerks 2 also in black and white, or is that just the first one? That's just the first one. Okay, so then I've seen the first one, (laughs) and I own the first one on Blu-ray, but I haven't seen the second one.
0: I liked the first one. I loved the second one, only because I went to go see it in theaters, Mm -hmm. so when everything was really recent, like when they talk about Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings... Sure. Um all these other things the thing that i viewed about the movie it was like it was bit after bit after bit after bit it was like they had certain jokes and they just it, every scene was about one of them or progressing one of the previous ones I sure love i have seen it. a lot
1: of kevin smith i like kevin smith though i like dogma um i like um tusk i thought was good i haven't seen yoga hosiers i haven't heard good things about it but um i have seen a few of his movies i'm a fan of them but um yeah i, I haven't seen clerks I two.
0: i don't think i've seen anything after clerks two because a lot of people i've heard just kind of like, yeah well in his career what he i know what he's wanted to do is change like he's like oh i'm gonna do clerks three undermine oh, i'm gonna do mall rats and even <laughs> i think that was like oh i'm not doing mall rats i'm doing this and it's like sure man, yeah what the hell like i kind of want i do want a clerks 3 to clerks to just like close it out Make it a trilogy, put a happy ending on it, but at the same time, to do the sequel the way they did it, because it doesn't take place because I've obviously you've never seen it. Not mm-hmm. really a big spoiler because it's happened at the beginning of the movie. It's no longer at the Quick Stop. At the Quick Stop, mm-hmm. it's at a restaurant. They they, tell, they explain to you why early on, actually mm-hmm. the beginning of it is in black and white, so you, it makes you feel like you're watching Clerks. But then when they transition, it all it all makes sense. Try not to yeah. Spoil anything. but fun movie. Like you don't really even need to watch all the other ones as long as you know who Dante and Randall are. And obviously, James, and Silent Bob. You're fine. That's all, all right. You know. All right. I think that'll do it. Uh, pretty, pretty fun interview. Nice to, yeah. this <laughs> one yeah. talk movies. And uh, any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before you go? Uh, well,
1: I'm on YouTube. Joshua Sing reviews is my channel. I've been kind of messing around with my format and what kind of videos I want to make recently, but um, definitely check that out if you like movies. I'm on Twitter uh, at underscore Joshua Singh underscore. Um, you can follow me on there and you know basically i'll plug everything on there if i'm doing anything so Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you ever want me back on i'll totally you know come back on i had a lot of fun i like doing these so definitely let me know if you're ever available again
0: movies will be always something that we could talk about yeah and i feel like we just scratch the surface on stuff and it's great to talk about like movie pass and all the other other fun stuff all right um i guess back to me so thanks for coming josh thank you ladies and gentlemen my
1: name is dr daniel c rockingham using dedication confidence and respect you have used great judgment and listening to wrestling cheers
0: once again big thank you big shout out to Mega Championship Wrestling for uh, allowing me to interview. Josh was saying back in December, uh, their next show coming up is March 3rd called Press Your Luck. General admission in advance is $10, day of the show is $15. Front row in advance is $13, day of the show is $18 and it is at the St. John Gym. 1140 West River Road, North Elyria, Ohio, 44035. Tickets are available at megachampionshipwrestling.com. And that will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers. You could find myself at heavyset330 on Twitter. You can find this show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. If you want to email us, wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And once again, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, wrestling Please head on over, help support the show, web maneuver. Net. Pick yourself up a Wrestling Cheers hoodie, t-shirt, onesie, and all the other clothing options available. Thank you for listening to Wrestling Cheers. Next week, once again, we will have Steve Guy, AIW ring announcer and moderator of sorts to the AIW podcast. But for now, thank you very much for listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you've never seen Ghostbusters before. Later. God. Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Would you like to get away Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always like you came You're the best, what you can